Why should I be frightened of dying? There's no reason for it. You better go sometimes. Hello and welcome to the Sam Reads New Death Experiences podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Today I have an NDE which happened quite recently in July of 2022. The NDE happened to a younger man by the name of Patrick. He just finished his graduation for a master's degree and had a bad experience with some Delta 8 THC gummies some kind of weed derivative type edible, it seems. I found this NDE on the Near-Death Experience Research Foundation website, as I often do, and I will post a link to the story in the description of this episode in case you all want to read it for yourselves or find other NDEs to read. With that out of the way, I thought it was a short but fascinating experience and one that I am excited to share with you all. So without any further ado, this is Patrick's NDE. Quote, I had taken some Delta-8 gummies with my sister since they were legal and I wanted to relax. I can't drink due to Asian flush syndrome and wanted to celebrate my recent graduation from my master's degree in space studies, aerospace science. Both my sister and I took the same dose, three gummies. Then I headed to bed with my wife. My sister was fine with no ill effects. About two hours later, I woke up in worse pain than anything I could imagine. I managed to gain a tiny bit of control over my muscles to tell my wife to call 911 before I started fading. I could feel my heart seizing and my vision starting to look like I was dropping away. I was screaming in my head to get out of it. The lights in the room were on, and I didn't even notice the lights were on at that point, as it all went dark. In the shades of a color I cannot describe, like a brown, purple, gray, black, I saw a rope and a ballard line, like the line to a club with rope gates leading to the front of a building. The bouncer quickly clasped the rope closed, and some of my deceased family members were there, telling me, No, go back. In the void, a soothing voice told me, No, not like this. Follow my breathing. Concentrate on breathing. It was coaching me on breathing, as I could feel my heart seize up again shooting pain down my limbs, which I had lost all conscious control over, and they were just twitching. After the paramedics stabilized me, I was loaded in the ambulance. On the way to the hospital, my vision turned red and had lines like looking at a voice on a spectrograph from a spectrum analyzer. As that happened, I heard my heart monitor flatline and thought, no, you got to be kidding me. Just then, the voice came back and coached me through breathing again. After that, I started to feel my limbs again. I feel like I've been given a second chance, and that I'm confident God exists. 
God was coaching me on how to survive. If it wasn't God, then who was it? It wasn't a voice you hear, you felt it. End quote. So that was Patrick's near-death experience. It's not a very long account, but one that caught my interest nonetheless. First thing that I think stood out to me was the fact that it was so recent. It seems like a lot of NDEs that you come across or accounts that you read are often ones that happened like 50 years ago or something. When someone was a kid in the 70s, they had this experience and so on and so forth. And NDEs like that are valuable and interesting, but I think it's also important to find ones that are happening now. And certainly this experience happened just a couple months ago in July of 2022. And so I found that intriguing and worth sharing and wanting to pick up on experiences that are actually happening now. Thought it was also fascinating to read an account from someone of Patrick's beliefs and background. He mentions further down the page in the questions at the end of the account that he is a secular type person, believes in logic and ones and zeros. So I thought it was very compelling to get to read an indie account coming from someone with that set of beliefs as their background. And going along with that, the imagery we come across in his NDE is not what we think of as religious in any stretch of the imagination. He sees a club and a rope, a sort of red carpet type situation, it sounds like, or a rope barrier and a bouncer. The bouncer seems to be the one who closes the door to him and family members are telling him not to come in. And then he hears a voice telling him to keep breathing, coaching him through the experience. Now I just want to emphasize how unique this imagery is and the amount, uh, the sheer variety of forms that the NDE can take. You know, we tend to think of the afterlife as being white and resplendent and glowing and bright and all these things and spiritual and full of, I don't know, uh, religious type imagery or a garden or gates, that sort of thing. But here you just have a club and bouncer. And to that and to any who are disturbed by that, that a vision of an afterlife could be something so mundane or so, I don't know, sacrilegious, I want to reiterate that what I often say, the experience autonomously picks its own imagery. The experience happens to the person who has the NDE. They do not seem to have a choice in what they see. And so it's just a fact of nature. It's a matter of fact type of thing and not something which we can say, 
whether it's right or wrong. It is what happened to Patrick or what happens to anybody, and that, I would presume, is the right thing for them in that moment. On a similar note, I think Patrick makes a very astute observation when thinking about his experience in the aftermath that the voice coaching him, he doesn't know where it came from. And so he attributes it to God. Now, I think that's very powerful and telling and something that we might be able to see in our own lives if we stopped and listened for a second. I don't mean just the chattering of our minds, but the fact that in a dream or a waking dream, a lucid dream, that one is able to talk to someone and not know what they're going to say, to have a partner in conversation that you can have a back and forth with, within one's own dream or mind or whatever you want to call it, that can actually be life-altering to realize. Just like Patrick says, where is that voice coming from? Now the simple cop-out answer would be your brain, but let's say that were the case, I mean you're having a conversation with your brain, your cells and neurons and atoms independently from you can consciously string together words, ideas, phrases that are meaningful and you can communicate with that. That's that's not so easy an answer of waving one's hand and saying, oh, it's just your brain. Now I am open to that idea, but I would object to saying it's just my brain, perhaps. I would be more inclined to say that it is something like the voice of nature itself, that obviously there's some point where matter lends itself to conscious experience and conscious experience interacts with matter in in some mysterious way and that perhaps that at a very deep level is something which one can communicate with, I don't know, but certainly I think we'd be justified in calling that God as Patrick does. If it's God acting through matter, through nature, whatnot, that's all speculation, but to experience a voice which is not your own, a voice that's autonomous within you, that could be one's basis for belief in God, a valid basis because we each can experience that. And once you have experienced something like that, any conclusion you draw from it would be yours and yours alone. No one else should build a belief system on your experience or vice versa. It only belongs to us to know God, to know one's own experience that's only our own. And with that, I think we will wrap things up. 
Thanks again to Patrick for sharing his experience. As I just said, that is his experience alone, but can be enlightening to us to look within ourselves and see what ours is, even in more mundane terms of dreams and that sort of thing. And thank you all for listening. If you find this podcast enjoyable or valuable, please leave a five-star review on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. I guess iTunes is a little outdated these days, or podcast apps and whatnot. But if you enjoy it, please leave a rating and uh, tell a friend because it just helps get the podcast out there a bit more. So there will be more near-death experiences coming up here in the near future. And until then, I hope you all stay healthy and safe and well. Bye.